It is a ritual that has been practiced secretly for generations. An act so disturbing, it is performed only under the cloak of darkness. It is the horror feared all across America. Matt the Cat! Hey there, Hepcats and crazy kittens. This is Matt the Cat, where it's at. Doing the do just for you, bringing you the world-famous Friday Night Cat Fight Podcast. And this is actually the 100th Cat Fight Podcast. Can you believe I've done 100 of these since leaving XM in October of 2008? And all 100 episodes of the Friday Night Cat Fight Podcast are online and accessible for you to listen to anytime you want to over at FridayNightCatFight.com. How do we play the Friday Night Cat Fight? Well, I'm going to play for you a bunch of different versions of the same song by different artists. I want you to listen to all the versions I play and then decide for yourself which one you like best. Once you've made your decision, go back to FridayNightCatFight.com and fill out our poll so other listeners can see which one is the most popular. Also, feel free to leave a comment and describe why you chose the version you chose. That makes it a little more fun. All right, for our 100th episode, I chose a very special Friday Night Cat Fight, a classic American folk tune that goes way back and has been done by just about everybody. The song is House of the Rising Sun, and we're going to have nine versions of this song in competition this week. Many of them are unique takes on the tune, which of course tells the story of a house of ill repute from way down in the Big Easy, old time New Orleans. Now the song probably has its origin sometime in the 18th century. It was probably carried to America by English settlers, and then like everything else that's carried to this melting pot, it became uniquely American, taking on American themes, like the setting of the song being in New Orleans. Now, the earliest known recording of House of the Rising Sun was made by an Appalachian group, Clarence Ashley with Gwen Foster, and they cut this record in 1933. From there, thankfully, the song was archived by Alan Lomax, who was traveling around Appalachia for the Library of Congress, recording all the folk, country, blues, and bluegrass music he could find. In 1937, he recorded a 16-year-old girl named Georgia Turner singing House of the Rising Sun. Lomax wrote it down as the Rising Sun Blues. Let's hear a clip of young Georgia Turner singing it in 1937. Georgia Turner, the 16-year-old daughter of a Kentucky coal miner, singing Rising Sun Blues. That was from 1937. Then in 1938, the king of country music, Roy Acuff, cut a version of the tune. This is a very important version of the song because it brought House of the Rising Sun to a much wider audience and would pave the way for Woody Guthrie to cut his version in 1941. 
So let's begin our competition this week over the great folk ballad House of the Rising Sun with three of the earliest versions of the tune. We'll start with Clarence Ashley and Gwen Foster from 1933, then move into Roy Acuff's version from 1938, then we'll finish up with Woody Guthrie's 1941 version. I'm Matt the Cat, and this is the Friday Night Cat Fight Podcast over House of the Rising Sun. Shun that 
that hell in New Orleans they call the rising sun. Go fill the glasses to the brim and let the drinks go merrily round. We'll drink to the hell of a rounder full boy. Oboes from town to town The only thing around her knee Is a suitcase and a trunk the only time he's satisfied is when he's on a drum. So shun that house in New Orleans, they call the rising sun. It's been the of many poor boys and me, oh Lord, for
This week's Friday Night Catfight, House of the Rising Sun. From 1941, that was Woody Guthrie. Before that, we heard Roy Acuff from 1938, and we kicked it off with the earliest known version of the tune, House of the Rising Sun, from Clarence Ashley and Gwen Foster, 1933. Now it's time to move into our next batch of Rising Sun versions. We'll begin with a 1944 recording from the great Huddy Ledbetter, better known to the world as Leadbelly. He, of course, cut many, many versions of House of the Rising Sun throughout his career. This is the first known version. The tune was just called In New Orleans. He would cut it a couple of years later as House of the Rising Sun and recorded it many times up to his death. From Leadbelly, we're going to jump up to the first real modern take on the tune. Joan Baez cut it in 1960, and she does a very, very eerie and personal version of the tune that's very moving. From there, we'll move to her folk contemporary, Bob Dylan, who cut it for his very first LP for Columbia Records in late 1961. The LP was released in 62. Now, Dave Van Ronk claims that Bob Dylan copied the tune directly from his style. We'll hear a little bit of Dave's version after Dylan's. And then you can be the judge. Okay, so here we go. House of the Rising Sun. We begin with Leadbelly, move into Joan Baez, and finish up with Bob Dylan. It's the 100th episode of the Friday Night Cat Fight Podcast. I'm going back to New Orleans 
My race is almost run I'm going back to spend the rest of my life I'm beneath the rising sun
My mother was a tailor She sewed these new blue jeans My sweetheart was a gambler, Lord Down in New Orleans Now the only thing a gambler needs Is a suitcase and a trunk And the only time he's satisfied Is when he's on a drunk Glasses up to the brim And he'll pass the cards around And the only pleasure he gets out of life Is rambling from town to town Oh, tell my baby sister Not to do what I have done But shine that house in New Orleans They call the rising sun It's one foot on the platform And the other foot on the train I'm going back to New Orleans To wear that ball and chain I'm going back to New Orleans My race is almost run I'm going back to end my life Down in the rising sun They call the rising sun It's been
Bob Dylan with a very impassioned version of House of the Rising Sun from his debut LP on Columbia Records 1962. Before that, we heard Joan Baez and a great, great rendition of the tune as well from 1960. And we kicked it off with Lead Belly doing a 1944 version just called In New Orleans. Now, I mentioned that uh, Dave Van Ronk has stated that Bob Dylan copied his version pretty much note for note. Let's hear a little bit of Van Ronk's version and see if he has a point. There's a house in New Orleans. They call the rising sun. Dave Van Ronk, who supposedly taught the song to Bob Dylan, but Dylan beat him to recording it. Van Ronk recorded it shortly after Dylan did, and his version became very well known. The two are very similar, but I think uh, Van Ronk kind of drags the tune out a bit more than Dylan does. But they both sing with impassioned voices. So you can really see by this point how House of the Rising Sun has developed as a folk tune. Our next version of Rising Sun is from 1962, and it's a stunner. Recorded live at the Village Gate by the very versatile jazz queen, Nina Simone. It was probably Nina's version of the song that had the most impact on the Animals' 1964 chart-topping version. Their version topped the charts in the U.S., Canada, Great Britain, and several other countries around the world. When the Animals' House of the Rising Sun was released first in the UK, it ran about four and a half minutes. A couple of months later, when MGM Records released it in the US, they chopped the song up to two minutes and 58 seconds. Now, for the sake of purity, I was going to feature the two minute, 58 second single version of House of the Rising Sun by the Animals, but I just couldn't do it. MGM did such a hack job on this brilliant song, I can't take out the organ solo. So, I'm going to play the full four and a half minute version of the Animals' number one, House of the Rising Sun. The most important version of the tune, but maybe not necessarily the best. You're going to be the judge of that this week on the Friday Night Cat Fight podcast. So, we'll start with Nina Simone from 62 and move into the Animals' mega hit from 64. It's House of the Rising Sun on the Friday Night Cat Fight podcast. There is a house in New Orleans 
That's a monster. The Animals 1964 chart topper on both sides of the Atlantic, House of the Rising Sun. Alan Price's organ is absolutely amazing. Eric Burden delivers very soulful uh, vocals. And Hilton Valentine's guitar part kicks everything right off into gear. Well, as if nothing could follow the Animals version of House of the Rising Sun, there was a group called Frigid Pink from Detroit who took it one step further. They brought it into the punk movement of the late 1960s. The same Detroit atmosphere of the Stooges and the MC5. Frigid Pink holds close to the Animals version, but they distort the hell out of it. So let's conclude this week's Friday Night Catfight with one more take on House of the Rising Sun. Released on Parrot Records in 1970, this song reached number 7 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Here's Frigid Pink on the Friday Night Catfight Podcast. Satisfied his ways 
Bridget Pink from 1970 with our ninth and final version this week of House of the Rising Sun. Now, there were many more versions of that tune recorded, and a couple actually hit the charts in the late 70s, early 80s by uh, folks such as Dolly Parton, if you can believe that. But we're not going to hear those this week. I wanted to keep this to just the prime versions of House of the Rising Sun. What's that? You actually want to hear Dolly Parton's version of it? All right. All right, I'll give you just a... Just a little snippet of what Dolly did to the tune from her uh, 9 to 5 movie in 1981. Oh, mercy. Here we go, baby. That one's not in competition this week. <laughs> all right, but I'll tell you I'll tell you which ones are in competition this week. If we go all the way back to the beginning of the show, we've got Clarence Ashley and Gwen Foster from 1933, Roy Acuff from 1938, Woody Guthrie from 1941, Lead Belly, he called it in New Orleans, 1944, Joan Baez from 1960, Bob Dylan from 62. Nina Simone, also from 62, The Animals from 64, and Frigid Pink from 1970. Go back to FridayNightCatfight.com and voice your choice. Vote for the one you truly dig the most over House of the Rising Sun. This was episode number 100, and you can catch any of the other Catfight episodes on FridayNightCatfight.com. Just go into the archives. A couple of years ago, I did a two-hour, actually, I think it was like two-and-a-half-hour baseball show. You might want to tune that in since uh, yesterday was opening day, and today is April Fool's Day, and I think it was two years ago I did an April Fool's show about fools and stuff. So anyway, those shows exist. You can listen to them anytime at FridayNightCatFight.com. I'm at the Cat, and I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. 
We'll end today on sort of a sad note. It was on this day in 1984 that the great Marvin Gaye was shot to death. We'll honor Marvin by closing the show with his very first hit from 1962, Stubborn Kind of Fella. Tomorrow, April 2nd, 1939, he was born. Raised in the Washington, D.C. area, he would join the local D.C. singing group The Marquis, which would eventually become the New Moon Glows when they were discovered by Harvey Fuqua and taken back to Chicago. Marvin made a couple of records singing with the Moon Glows before moving to Detroit, where he started out as a drummer for Motown Records, but of course became a very successful singing artist. Let's end this week's show with a song that hit number eight on the Rhythm and Blues charts and just missed the top 40 on the pop charts. Here's Marvin Gaye with Stubborn Kinda Fella. I'm at the Cat, and I'll catch you next time on the Friday Night Cat Fight Podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Just a moment